Crystal. And this is Bustation Beauties, a supernatural commentary podcast where I, someone who has seen this show several times, and I, someone who only knows about Supernatural through social media, discuss every single episode of Supernatural from start to finish. Also, we are both Asian. Both Asian! For today's episode, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 8, A Very Supernatural Christmas, written by Jeremy Carver. Directed by J. Miller Tobin. I did not know this was written by Jeremy Carver. I I also I did it not was know. Pretty good, but it was written by Jeremy it's... Carver. So actually, I... maybe it was bad. I had so much fun watching this, and you know how like back in season one, I would cry at every episode. Yeah, and then season two, I just stopped. Yeah. And then season 3 is like, whatever. I cried this episode. Aww. Yeah, I was like, at the end scene, I was like crying. So, that was super Aww. fun. Yeah. So, it was effective in that way. And then the rest of the episode is also effective in that it's entertaining. Yeah. Like, I was not bored. So, yeah. Oh, when? The... The, the the violent scenes this episode are well and truly violent. And I love that. Oh, yeah. I watched this with my ex-fiance because I was at her house earlier today. And, like, yeah, she's a big fan of fingernail removal. And yeah. so am I. So, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. I love it when Sam Winchester is hurt and crying and screaming. <laughs> yeah. And I do mean that sexually. (laughs) It's fascinating to me because um, they do it this episode and then actually like many, many seasons later in Last Holiday, it's kind of a holiday episode. So it's kind of a Christmas episode in a way. Um, They also remove his fingernail. So like call this. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's it's like a seemingly nice older woman in both cases with a cheerful disposition. So yeah, it really is the same episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one was written by... It was uh, the guy who wrote Scooby Natural, I know. No, Scooby Natural was written by outsiders. Yeah, no, I think Last Holiday was also written by an outsider. No, it was written Are by sure? like fucking... Ah, uh, no, it's not. I was gonna say it was written by the guy who wrote um, the one with the exploding pumpkin under the sun line. What's that one? I, the season 14 oh, episode? Oh, head explode. Oh, the peace of mind. <laughs> Why are we like this? Why are we talking like this? Let's stop talking about this because it doesn't matter. I'm gonna cut it all out. It was, I looked it up and Last Holiday was written by Jeremy Adams, who wrote Scooby Natural partnering with James Craig. I hate you. I love being right about everything all the time. (laughs) Okay. 
So, Crystal, what did you know about this episode before going in? Uh, I think I mostly saw a gift set of the final scene with the eggnog, and specifically when Dean says, fuel for me and fuel for my baby. Because I remember seeing that before I knew Dean, and seeing that he had, like, a little, like, like mark on his cheek, and being like, oh, that's kind of cute, but now I hate him, so it's no. not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, and I think I also had heard that, what, like, Jared Padalecki spiked the eggnog for real for beforehand. Yeah, I didn't and that's how that. Jensen Ackles reacted that way when he drank it. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's Jared Padalecki, <laughs> though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, always the Jared Padalecki. I'm very mm. proud that we have not mentioned his name in this podcast for like a, s- a whole season. Huh. Up until yeah, now. I think so. Because in the past, whenever I got our transcripts on our dash, it would be like, this post contains filtered yeah! content, Jared Padalecki. And it's filtered because it's Jared Padalecki. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I have like almost all actors. Um, well, at least the main trio. Like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, filtered, Same. so, like, it's filtered for all that. It's so funny, because I also think I have Benny and, like, Crowley. And, like, <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, because you're a hater who hates when Dean has other boyfriends. I'm literally a hater. And I have them muted, and whenever we mention them, they also get filtered out of my life. So. so real. So, good luck to this episode and its visibility. Yeah. Rip. So, <laughs> we, uh, we'll, we'll start now? Yeah. Okay. So, we start in this, like, house in the suburbs, you know. And it's a family who's celebrating Christmas. And my initial thought here was that it was, like, the day before Christmas. Because what happens next is... One of the uncles, or like, I don't know, this guy in the family. Is he a grandpa? The grandfather. Puts on a Santa costume and Mm -hmm. like does this whole thing where he like um, calls in a way the little kid so that the little kid can see him, but he pretends that the little kid is not there and he like places the gifts, blah blah blah. And then uh, sounds kept happening on the roof and the kid is like, oh my god, the reindeers! They're coming to get Santa! But really, it's a monster. What happens is the guy gets taken by monsters up the roof, up, uh, up the chimney, and he, like, gets, like, decapitated or whatever. Like, he gets torn to pieces. It's implied that he gets torn to pieces because mm-hmm. the scene ends with, like, a foot falling down the chimney yep and it's blood crusted yeah dry blood so that's fun uh apparently it's revealed later that this was three days or like four days before christmas i guess which is so funny to me like why are you as a man dressing up as santa claus five days before christmas but i feel like it this scene does have oh okay it says in the opening thing, it says it was Seattle, Washington one year ago. Oh! So. Well, we're right. stupid. <laughs> Present day. 
it's five days before Christmas, but this yes. scene happened a year ago. On Christmas Day. Yes. Well, there goes my whole, why is he dressing up as Santa before Christmas Eve? But, yeah. No, it's, it's Christmas. He's just being a good grandfather. Yeah, and he's dead now. Ripped. R.I.P. Grandpa. So the title card looks like shit. Yeah, <laughs> it looks absolutely horrendous. Like and... there's what like badly photoshopped clip art, like Santa hats and candy canes around it. I mean, it, I think it's supposed to be intentional. Like it's not supposed to be pretty. Yeah, it's supposed. But to it be is cartoony fun or whatever. Yeah, but it is still ugly, even at those standards. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I love this episode because of the whole Christmas theme. And is Christmas a big, I, is that a big thing for you? Oh my god, Crystal. I'm Filipino. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's right. very big. It's very big. Uh like I don't know if this is like actually something that is like recorded in some way. Or, like, it's something people just say here. But, like, uh, the the thing people say is that the Philippines has the longest Christmas season in the whole world. Because, uh-huh. like, we start celebrating Christmas as soon as the bear months drop. And then, like, until February. So, like, <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's very until long. February? It's very February? Yeah. We had, it, it like... It passed. It's over. Yeah. I, it concerns me that, like, other countries have this, like, boxing day where it's, like, the day after Christmas and then they pack up the Christmas stuff. Yeah. Once well, we had an actual Christmas tree, like, mm-hmm. like the beautiful one, the yeah. tree from, like, yeah, the actual tree. Mm-hmm. And we did not put that down until my dad's birthday in March. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it was dry. <laughs> Oh, like, it wasn't a live tree? Like, it wasn't It plastic? wasn't a live tree. It wasn't a live tree. Nice. We got it, like, the reasoning was, like, we were not able to put it up early because, like, the alive tree comes from, like, somewhere else. So it, like, arrives in our house, like, a couple days before Christmas. So we're like, let's just keep it up for three more months. It's yeah, fine. That makes sense. Yeah. That was so difficult to dispose. Because, like, we don't have alive trees in the Philippines, like, for Christmas. Mm. For obvious reasons. It's a tropical country. But, yeah, that was so hard to dispose. Yeah. I think we keep ours up, like, until mid-January. So, it's a little bit after. Christmas is super big here. And I, I, I love Christmas episodes because of that. Because I'm like... Oh, you just like me for real. And I think that's a big reason why I got super emotional towards the end. Because, like, don't uh-huh. you feel like every time you go on a holiday and you're like, oh, my God, the mortality is looming yeah. over everything. Because, like, who knows if next year we'll all be together like this because yeah. someone might die. So, like, I felt very emotional. Yeah, I mean, Christmas isn't that big for me anymore, but, like, when I was a kid, definitely, I feel like this would have hit quite hard. Okay, 
So now we cut to the present day and we're in Ypsilanti, Michigan, which is a city slash town that I know of because there's a Sufjan Stevens song about it, um, which is a good song. I recommend it. Uh, so there's someone being interviewed. There's some woman who her husband got kidnapped or whatever and Sam and Dean are interviewing her about the situation. Uh, and, you know, she's not doing well because she's like, if he was kidnapped, then why wasn't there a ransom demanded? Why is he just gone? And she's like, it's three days till Christmas. What am I supposed to tell our daughter? And Sam just goes, we're very sorry. And then they he, he literally said, that's not our problem. <laughs> yeah, like, rip to you, but I'm different. Yeah, uh, and we also find out that they found a tooth inside of the chimney. So, you know, something dragged him up the chimney, and he definitely died mid-drag. So, they're inside a motel, uh, and Sam has basically a red yarn wall of photos of demons all around him. Uh, And he's looking up like, I don't know, Krampus, Evil Santa, like, I don't know what his Google search terms are for these images. <laughs> and, yeah, Dean comes in, Sam makes a Mary Poppins reference where he says that uh, it's a serial killing chimney sweep named Dick Van Dyke. Great name, of course. Yes. Uh, and Dean doesn't know this reference. Like, which... I think maybe, I know we made fun of him a lot in bedtime stories, but maybe the fact that the two things that he doesn't know are, like, children's media implies that, I don't know, like, I don't know, what what do Dean girls say? That Sam got a childhood he, he that never Dean, had a childhood. yeah, that <laughs> Dean never got, and Sam was John's favorite, and John cuddled him. And showed him Disney movies, and then he yelled at Dean to go clean a gun. <laughs> like, you know, whatever imaginary childhood I mean, to be fair, Dean Girls created for him. Yeah. I also, to be fair, I also don't know who Dick Van Dyke is. Yeah. Like, I know the name because, like, of all the jokes, but, like, right. I don't know who he is. Oh, I know he's he- in Mary Poppins and he has an ugly English accent, but I knew that after. So like, prior Why to ugly the English. Like, or do you yeah. use ugly English accent to mean Cockney? <laughs> no, I mean like his accent was bad in the Mary okay, Poppins movie. Okay, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember his accent. I mean, I actually <laughs> didn't watch the Mary Poppins movie. I just know like maybe a tiny bit about it because when I was a kid, I read Julie Andrews' autobiography or something instead of watching Mary Poppins. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Well, Sam has seen it, and he and Dean are always in the same room, so I don't know. Weird. Who knows? This may have been another situation where Sam was like, I want to watch Mary Poppins because I think Julie Andrews is a good singer, and Dean went, okay, homo, and then went over to the bathroom to cover his ears. There's so many okay homo scenes in this episode! (laughs) 
Yeah, so basically Dean has found out that someone else got kidnapped this month and he also got dragged up the chimney. And Sam goes, I have an idea, but it's gonna sound crazy. And Dean's like, what could sound crazy to me? Sam says, evil Santa. And Dean says, that is crazy. Which, is it? Is it? They've dealt with weird shit before. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with these guys. But they treat it like it's super weird. Because, like, how can there be evil Santa (laughs) if there's... No, good Santa. <laughs> also, Sam says his iconic line, Every yeah. culture, baby! <laughs> every culture! There's an yeah. anti-Santa in every culture! Which is so <laughs> funny, because that implies that there is, like, a like a non-anti-Santa in every culture. There's, like, a Santa in, like, five cultures. Like, max, I think. Love that. Yeah. We can, you know what? Is it too late to start an every culture count? Maybe I, we can like look back to in our transcripts like, transcript. for the word yeah. culture. We could yeah, exactly. do that. We could. Yeah. But I my laptop doesn't work right now, so I No, I'll let's start it next time he says every culture. Okay. So, look forward to that, Vapod listeners. Yeah, so Sam says this whole every culture line because, you know, there's a lot of evil Santas in, like, he gives three examples. Yeah. Uh, There's there's (laughs) all sorts of lore. He also says that's what the lore says at one point. So real. Yeah. And it's fascinating to me that he was like, in every culture, there's an anti-clause. Yeah. Also, the only way that this Anticlos shows up in every single culture is that he's the brother of Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, out of Sam and Dean, who's Santa and who's the evil Santa? I think Sam should be the evil Santa, just for funsies. Yeah, just for funsies. I feel like, I feel like Sam is a bit more judgmental, mm. so like he'll he'll be able to be more petty in terms of the naughty or nice list. Right, so you think he would go around and punish the bad kids? I mean, I feel like Dean's track record with children meaning <laughs> is yeah. probably... I think Dean's meaner to children, and I feel like Dean might have a more punishy mindset, but I don't know, Sam's views on justice oh are God. also strange. There's this one episode of Supernatural where they end up in a high school. Remember that? Oh, and Dean sexually harasses teenage girls or something. No, it's like they're playing dodgeball. No, it's okay. I I have no idea, and if you're right, I'm gonna be so sad. (laughs) But uh, like what I remember is they're playing dodgeball, and he like Mm. throws a ball at some kid, and the kid like doubles over. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I think that Dean's gotta be the evil Santa. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Dean goes like, Santa doesn't have a brother. There is no Santa, and Sam says, "Yeah, I know." 
You're the one who told me that in the first place. Remember? (laughs) Such a long, sad look between them. No way. And we learned later that that's because it happened on a really bad night. Like, it was bundled with a lot of things. But in this moment, it's hilarious. I laughed out loud. Like, the moment that scene happened, I was like, this is my time of Supernatural episode. (laughs) Like, after they explained it later, that, like, the reason why he learned that Santa is fake is because blah, 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 blah. It's a miserable night. I was like... Oh, damn it. I wish it was just like <laughs> Dean just told him one day, yeah, Santa doesn't exist. And Sam like internalized it like super lonely moment. Yeah. How did you learn that Santa didn't exist? Oh, I never. Oh, that's good. in Santa. Like, <clears throat> I, I like, I didn't receive gifts for Christmas from mm. my parents because we were not like rich when I was young. Yeah. But now we're rich and I have a little sister. And mm, right, so she's getting the Santa. So mythology. she gets the gifts, but she doesn't get the Santa. Oh. It's okay. like like my parents are still like, We got that for you. There's no Santa. And right. like like they don't want Santa to get the The credit. credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I think in fourth grade, there was, you know, there were all these awful rumors going around my classroom that Santa wasn't real. And I went, like, on, like, a two-hour Googling spree about it. And I think I was literally crying by the end. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I immediately turned that around by when my sister was told. 12 and still believed in Santa. I told her and then she was crying. That is amazing. <laughs> and that's what generational trauma is. <laughs> that's actually like so fascinating to me. You actually did believe it? Yes. That's Fully. wonderful. That's fascinating. Because my sister and I would devise little tests, right? Like we would like write, like, a note to Santa and then, like, hide it somewhere. We were like, our parents will never find this. And then we would get a response and we'd be like, oh my god, that was Santa for real? He just happens to have my mom's handwriting? Wild. <laughs> Your parents put so much effort no, they into really giving did. you such a magical childhood. Yeah, I appreciate so it. Yeah. I think, like, the, the... I don't know, actually, if my little sister believes it. Because, like, my parents were like, oh, we got that for you. Mm-hmm. But, like, she still, like, jokes around with, like, oh, it's from Santa, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, prob- like I think there's a part of her that still believes. Like, for example, one time, she wrote a note that was, like, I want a little kitten for Christmas. And then, mm-hmm. like, a couple months later, we got a kitten. She was yeah. like, this is Santa's gift for me in the middle of summer. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a magical thing. It sure is. Uh, and so Dean tells Sam that both victims visited the same Santa's village location before they got kidnapped. So they head there. Yeah. So they go to a Santa village. And I was like, this is part of the plot that like, it the it's like the middle of summer. 
It looks like it's the middle of summer. Yeah. Right? It's part of the plot, but, like, I didn't know it at this point. So I was like, god damn, they're not even trying it anymore. <laughs> like, they're not even trying to make this look festive. And then, like, maybe it's supposed to look dingy, but, like, throw a little something in there. Mm-hmm. But they do acknowledge it that, like, if we're paying this much money, they should have gotten fake snow. And they paid $10? That's insane. Yeah, that's a lot To get money. into that... To get into that shitty-ass place. <laughs> but they enter, and Sam is, like, just walking around. They're just bantering. And then Dean goes forth and leaves Sam behind. And he sees a reindeer and gets a flashback. And the funny thing is, there's no reindeer in the flashback. Yeah! So, <laughs> what triggers this? He saw a reindeer, and he was like, Huh, remember when I had an event in my life that had no reindeers whatsoever? It's a great angle where he's just staring down the reindeer. It's funny because it looks like the start of a comedic scene. Yeah. And then you get the saddest flashback (laughs) of your life. It really is. Yeah, also, like, earlier when Sam and Dean are are arguing, I think Sam says... Yeah, Dean says, we had some great Christmases. And Sam says, whose childhood are you talking about? And I liked that exchange a lot. I like the very different ways that they experience their shitty childhoods and the various ways that they've chosen to process them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so back so in in the flashback, it's nineteen ninety one Christmas Eve and Dean is like twelve and Sam is, you know, four years younger. And uh, Sam is wrapping up a present for John in newspaper, and Dean asks, "Like, where did you get the money?" And he's like, "No, I didn't steal the money. I got this from Uncle Bobby, and Aww. he said it was a special gift." That's sweet. Do you think Bobby gave it to Sam to have? No, he said specifically that he gave it to Sam to give to John. Oh, I see. Maybe Sam was like. I want to give my dad a present. Mm-hmm. And Bobby was like, uh, here we go. Here's something you can give him. Also, I'm very curious about this. Yeah. If he didn't know at this point that they were doing hunting. Right. How is Bobby explained to him? Um. Here's her dad's best friend who happens to have a house full of occult objects and guns. Yeah, you know. He's just got some weird hyperfixations. Don't bother him about yeah. it. Our dad's boyfriend is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In sorry to talk about interview with the vampire, but in interview with the vampire, <laughs> Claudia calls Louie Daddy Lou, and she calls his boyfriend Lestat Uncle Les. So yeah, Uncle does mean your dad's boyfriend in this situation. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. When they were younger, they called Bobby Uncle Bobby. Yeah. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. Yeah. Is it common? Like, if... Like, at what age do you outgrow the uncle? Huh. I don't know, because I feel like most of my parents' friends are, like, Chinese, so I call them, like, Shu Shu or Ai, which I guess means aunt or uncle. 
But I don't know yeah. what, like, the English terms that people use for their friends. I think people just say friends. first names, right, in the U.S. Like, even if they're a generation above you? I That's, like, for me, like, you're one year older, you're already, you, you already have something before your name, you know? So, like, I don't... Un- like, it makes me uneasy yeah, to think I that, like, like, if someone's older, I just say, hey, Bobby, like, that doesn't fly. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, I guess I did call, like, my, like, 50-year-old co-workers and stuff by their first names over the summer, so. Oh, my God. That's the weirdest thing about yeah. having a job. Like, you uh-huh. call your co-workers who are all older than you by their first name, and it's like, your boss, you call it, like... I, 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 like, why am I not calling you sir? This is so weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like professors go by their first names too now. It's strange. Yeah. But I've, I've, I've gotten used to it mostly, I think. Uh, what happens next? And Sam asks whether John is going to be around for Christmas. And Dean's like, oh yeah. He's going to be. Of course he is. He's just on business right now. And Sam is questioning what kind of stuff? What kind of business? And Dean just evades every question. And Sam yeah. goes, nobody ever tells me anything. Which did make me so sad. Mm. Because you ever feel like that? You ever feel like nobody tells you anything? I feel like that's a common experience for people who are like younger in the family like i'm so stupid because nobody tells me anything and i relate to sam in that way so i felt Mm. an emotion a singular emotion in yeah uh i don't know how much i relate but it did make me very sad yeah it's sad and uh sam like keeps on asking like is that a spy and Dean goes, yeah, he's James Bond. <laughs> and he asks, like, why do we keep moving around so much? Uh, and Dean goes, yeah, because everybody is so fucking sick of you in your face. That's why we keep moving around. <laughs> he's so mean. And at some point, he shouts at Sam. And, like, I, I get it. Know. When you're around each other that much, you are going to shout at each other. And it's going to get miserable. But, like... Because, like, he's older, like, I feel like you should, you know, control yourself a little bit more. Stuff like that. My main Try to be thought, the bigger person. My main What's thought your main during thought? this scene is that, oh, it's sweet when child actors try to be angry. No, oh, he's angry. <laughs> he's, he's trying angry. to be angry. Don't yeah. ever talk about mom again. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens next. <laughs> Sam goes, is that why we never talk about dun, dun, mom? Dun. And then Dean goes, don't ever talk about mom again. And then he storms out the room to s- and says that he's going out. And he leaves. And mm-hmm. that's the end of our first flashback. Yeah. Baby Sam is so cute. I know I said this the last time we saw him. He is yeah. so important to me. He really is. And this is like, a different he, he's Sam. He's, he's that's Sam. literally this is Sam. Sam. He's literally Sam. This What's one this is Sam literally Sam. Again? Like Colin Colin something? Ford? Yeah. Yeah. No, this is yeah. literally him. 
there's this one oh no i think this is the the dean guy who was like he's 26 the day the show ended or something like that and that was super fun because he's 26 dude oh yeah dean comes back sam gets snapped out of his memories and they go to this guy who's wearing a santa costume and they're making this guy out to be a creep. Yeah. I feel bad for Santas. Because, like, they are made out to be creeps, I feel like. Mall mm-hmm. Santas. They're just doing their job. Yeah. They're being paid to do it. But I don't know. Maybe I'm too naive. What happens is uh, there's a kid there and then he goes to Santa. And Santa is like, oh, are you good this year? Ha, 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 ha fun and somebody approaches Sam and Dean and is like do you have any kids we'll take the kids and we'll put them on Santa's lap and Dean says like no but oh my my, my brother here it's his lifelong dream and the woman goes no children above 12 please it's so good no children above 12. So real. And she pauses and... before 12. Like, she's trying <laughs> yeah. to figure out how old Sam is. And she's like, like he's what probably this... at least 13. Yeah. Maybe he's just a really tall 13-year-old. Yeah. And Sam goes like, no, we're... he's just kidding. We came here to watch. <laughs> and then, like, the woman takes this very poorly. And she's Yo. like, oh, you creep. Yeah. And, yeah, Sam and Dean end up following uh, the guy because he had a smell to him. Like, he Mm. smelled like candy. And apparently, that's like a sign of the monster they're hunting. So they follow him to his RV. Or his house, I think. Is that a house? It's just small. Okay, I'm so judgmental. I like if your house is small, it must be an RV. Yeah, but they follow him to his house. Yeah, so they're spying on him, and Dean starts going like, "Hey Sam, why do you hate Christmas so much? Like we had a few bumpy holidays when we were kids." And Sam goes, "Bumpy." So yeah, more of that. And Dean says, like, that was then. We'll do it right this year. And Sam says that he just doesn't really want to be involved in Christmas this year. Dean can do it himself. And, you know, Dean's like, well, that will suck and be lonely. So inside of the house, they hear, like, a woman yell or something. Uh, And because they haven't seen Home Alone, they don't understand that this is a television so, they run into the house with their guns. Sam cracks a joke about how, oh, you love Christmas so much, but you're going to have to kill Santa. Oh, uh, You and... know that this guy's evil. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. You're literally busting in guns blazing. I know, right? Uh, they go in, and this guy is not torturing anybody he's just on his couch with a gigantic bong like this one puts andy's to shame honestly i think 
Uh, and he's watching some, like, Christmas-themed porn, I think. Yeah. Uh, and the Santa guy goes, like, what the fuck are you doing here? And they try to come up with an excuse, and then Dean starts singing Silent Night to pretend to be a cor- a- shit, why did I forgot the- Caroler. 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 Um, Is caroling a big deal in the US? It's never, like, happened, like, around me. Oh, I think when I was in choir in high school, actually, I think we did go caroling once. House to house? But I don't know. It wasn't house to house. That felt way too intrusive. I think it was just, like, in, like, areas with shops. Caroling is a very big deal here. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, when you're a kid, you go caroling, and it's, like, super fun. And oh, you have yeah. maracas and, like, the thing, and you sing outside with maracas. And it's always a treat because the people who are rich in the household, in the neighborhood, give you tons of money. So, super oh, nice. fun. You get money for and, caroling? Yeah, that's the whole point. And, like, the songs are, like... Like, it's a mix of, like, it's not, like, Carol of the Bells, but, like, it's, like, uh, like Filipino Christmas songs, right? Mm. And then you sing those, and some of them are, like, um, like, re- literally, like, asking for money, and then, like, they give you money, and then you have a special song for after they give you the money. <laughs> like, so thanks for fun. giving me money song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's that like, is fun. thank you, thank you, thank you very much, thank you. That's the song. And then, so like, true. if they don't give you money, there's, like, a song that you sing also. <laughs> and it's like, you are such a cheapskate, you horrible person. Like, that's the message of the song. It's in Filipino, so I can't sing it. But, like, it, it's, it's wonderful. I love it so much. Yeah, I think yeah. there are caroling songs in English that demand that you give them figgy pudding. Figgy pudding, yeah. Yeah, but I I don't know what figgy pudding is. Mm-hmm. I love right. caroling, and and like it's one of the most miserable things when the pandemic started, and Aww. like it kind of died down, and it was around the time that my little sister was at caroling age. Yeah. So she she still hasn't gone caroling ever. That's so sad. That is sad. We we plan to take her this year. That's nice. Yeah, I feel like caroling is only a thing I see in Hallmark movies, and also in Love Heart. (laughs) (laughs) Love Heart! A movie that we hate so much that we don't hold... (laughs) Kofi bonus episode about it. <laughs> yep. Uh, Check it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and my ex-fiance booed at the scene because she called it a preview to Radio Company. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, they're making it horrible on purpose, Yeah, this, he's so. a bad singer. And later when Jensen Ackles wants to promote... His band, Dean, suddenly becomes He's a good still singer. A singer. In canon. I thought, didn't He's he do a karaoke just with the, the good lead? old boys? Yeah, yeah, that's the song. I literally just sang it. Nice, yeah. Was he good or bad in that one? I mean, he's singing like as Jensen Ackles, and I wish he 
I wish he would stop, you know? Yeah. I wish he wouldn't. Yeah. So. Same. Uh. So, as they stop saying Silent Night, actual Silent Night starts playing. And we go to a house that's Christmassy, blah, blah, blah. And there's a little kid and he's walking down the stairs and he's like, Santa? Santa? Because there's um, sounds on the chimney. And then somebody gets out of the chimney and it's this, like, bloodied guy. And he, this scene, by the way, is so long. Mm -hmm. It's so long. He goes upstairs. There's shouting in the room. He grabs someone who's like wriggling for their life. And he takes this person down the stairs. And then all throughout, like Silent Night is playing. And there's a scene where he goes up to the kid and the kid is terrified. Like most of the scene, the kid is confused. But this one scene, he's terrified because Santa is leaning towards him. And then what he's actually doing is reaching out for the cookies. Yeah, and then he eats it, and then he takes the dad away, and right. this kid is traumatized for life. Yeah, sorry, kid. Also, we don't see this like evil Santa guy's face. We just see like yeah, a yeah. clawed red hand. Okay, I'm kind of confused about this because we don't. When we find out who the monster of the week is, like they don't look like that, and we don't see them transform, right? So like I think this this guy is just in a costume. Okay, including the red clawed hand, it's a costume. Maybe I mean there's there's moments in the later on where they're like you know, Sam lights a flashlight at them oh. and like the guy turns a different face. Oh, so maybe th- okay. there's hints of that. Okay, I was playing Scrabble with my ex-fiance while watching this, so I probably missed Did you win? Did you win? Oh, we don't keep track of points. We win if we're able to use all the letters in the bag and actually spell out valid words throughout the board. Boo. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You have to be competitive. I I don't want to do math. (laughs) (laughs) You're a math major. And... (laughs) proves my point (laughs) yeah uh, so we have Dean questioning the family that got attacked earlier Uh, so do they ever explain why it's only men who get taken by the gods because each time they're (laughs) anti-misogynist so true no, yeah. I think they were supposed to take the woman as well, but it, it like, they failed, I feel. Huh. Because, like, she was being dragged out of bed, is what she said. That's true. But it said that the attacker just knocked her out and then took her husband, so it seemed like she was just attacked to, like, keep her, like, not fighting when they took the husband. Because earlier it was, like... The grandfather, and they were interviewing a wife whose husband was taken. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. it's a lore thing. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, she got dragged out of bed, she got knocked out, her husband got kidnapped or whatever. Uh, and, you know, she's having a terrible time, and Sam goes, Oh, uh, hey, where'd you get that wreath above the fireplace? Uh, yeah. and she's 
incredibly offended that he would ask about that during <laughs> the worst day of her life. Um, and Sam's just like, yeah, sorry, just curious, what else? And then when they go outside, <laughs> Dean goes, what, you want to look at her shoes next? There's handbags there too. He's so homophobic. He's so homophobic. He is absolutely calling him gay here. Youch. But, you know. You know what? Sam's gayness got them something because that wreath is also the wreath from the other house the other day. So, go gay boy, go. Go gay boy, go. And Dean goes like, oh yeah, I noticed that. I was just like making fun of you, you know? Like, whatever. I'm a big smart boy too. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, we go back to the motel. And Sam is calling Bobby, and apparently the the plants in the wreath are meadowsweet, mm-hmm. which is a very powerful plant in the pagan lore. And it's used for, like, human sacrifice. So if you put that up your house, it's like, Look at me! You've been sacrificed me now! I want it so bad! So, that's what's happening. And that's why people are getting mauled to death. Mm. And this, Dean expresses surprise at the fact that why is it a pagan thing? Isn't Christmas a Jesus holiday? Yeah, this he is says so fascinating it's Jesus' to me. birthday. Yeah, he's like, he Jesus was born on the twenty fifth. So why are you lying to me, Sam? Yeah, but the solar calendar, Sam. This is so fascinating to me because, like, isn't this something that's taught to you from the get go? I do think that. A I lot mean, of maybe not taught that it's Jesus's birthday, but yeah, I feel like it's pretty common knowledge now. Yeah. Maybe, again, maybe it's, like, a difference in time, and it's, like, now it's super common, but back then, people were more conservative about the idea of Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. It's all Christmas. Uh, it, it's all pagan. The Santa, the wreaths, the food, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, I like this because Sam, like, is revealed to actually know a lot about Christmas. Like, he's like, Jesus was actually born in the fall. Blah, 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 blah. So, like, I like that detail because you, like, it's like a nice contrast to the fact that he doesn't like Christmas and also that he knows a lot about it. Mm. I think that's neat. Yeah. Okay, wait, was Jesus born in the fall? Because, okay, like, it's because of the state of the lambs that, I thought I thought I heard that Jesus was born in the spring because if there were like new baby lambs when he was born that then that was the spring. I don't know what what have you heard about when Jesus was born? Well, he was born on Christmas day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus I Christ our savior was born on Christmas day. This is true. It's so true. Yeah. I mean, I know nothing about the actual Christmas Jesus lore. Mm. 
I love calling Jesus Lord, Jesus Lord. I think Literally that's is. what that's what we should call like all Bible things, like Christianity, Catholicism. It's Bible lore. Yeah. Is there a Bible fan wiki page? No, oh my God. Let's look it up. Bible fan wiki. There has got to be one. Yes. Yeah. Bible.fandom.com. Is it good? Is it good? I think it's. I mean, it's full of like people. Sorry, there's a page just called Beautiful Women. Or, sorry, it's a category <laughs> page and it's under the most popular category pages. <laughs> Who's in there? Mary Magdalene. Um, there's Bathsheba, Rachel, Esther, Rachel, Abishag, um, Tamar, yeah. Good for them. I love beautiful women. Where's the unnamed narrator of the Song of Songs? Oh, well. We can't have it all. Uh, so Sam and Dean go to the Christmas shop, and Dean... Tells the guy in there that like, oh, we were playing Jenga at the Walshes right before one of their people in the family got taken and eaten by a monster. (laughs) And this guy, Sam, wouldn't shut up about the Christmas wreath. So, Sam, go tell him about the Christmas wreath. I feel like this is also like, uh, this guy is gay. Oh, definitely. That's so funny. Definitely. It definitely is. The same way that like... What was it? In, like, play things, Dean was like, oh, yeah, Sam loves dolls. He collects dolls all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's so mean. Mm. But, yeah. The shopkeeper is like, well, I sell so many of them. And Sam explains what he's looking for. And the shopkeeper says It was yummy. Yeah. (laughs) Why did he say that? I think he's trying to gauge if the shopkeeper is, like, the person who's, like, taking people and eating them. Oh. Yeah, but he's not. Yeah. Uh, He he says that it's sold out already, the wreath. And Sam is like, oh, why did you make it with Meadowsweet? And he's like, I didn't make it. It was this lady from, like, Somewhere in the neighborhood. She made it and gave it to me for free. So, they have a new suspect. Yep. So, they go back to the motel and... Yeah, Sam reveals that a Meadowsweet wreath would usually cost a couple hundred dollars. Is this like an extremely rare plant? Or whatever. I guess I know that like proper floral arrangements from a florist can cost like $80. So I guess that tracks. So, and Dean says, remember that wreath dad brought home that one year? And Sam says, oh, the one he stole from a liquor store? Which I think is the only cool thing that John has ever done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably it's made of beer cans. Yeah. Yeah, and Dean is very fond of it. He wants to find one just like it. But this is not so much a fond memory for Sam. Uh, and he asks Dean, like, why do you care so bad about Christmas right now? Uh, and Dean's like, why are you so against it? Were your childhood memories that traumatic? 
Uh, and, you know, Sam's is like, no, that's not it. It's just that you, like, usually don't care about Christmas. And Dean says, well, yeah, this is my last year. And, uh... yeah. And Sam says, like, yeah, I know, which is why I can't do Christmas because it would be really difficult for me to, like, have a celebration and pretend everything's okay when I know that next Christmas you'll be dead. And both of them just sit there being sad. And then we get a flashback, baby. Sam is, like, sitting on the couch waiting for Dean to come home in the motel room that is their home at this point. And uh, Dean walks in and he's like, I got you dinner. And Sam tells him, I know you keep a gun under your pillow. And Dean looks at the gun under his pillow. <laughs> and he's like, and no, goes, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Look at this gun I'm looking at right now. It's not there. And I don't keep a gun under my pillow. But he basically says, like, don't, don't look at my stuff. And Sam says, I know what that does, too. And then he takes out the journal and he hands it over to Dean. And Dean is like, why did you read that? That's You shouldn't have. And read Sam, Dad's diary. Yeah, Dad's diary. And Sam asks, are monsters real? And then Dean goes, gaslight gate you, yeah, real boss. Real. You're fucking crazy. <laughs> God. And Sam's like, no, just be honest with me. Just tell me. And Dean goes, okay, I'll tell you. But don't tell dad I told you. Monsters are real, and Dad is a hero. He's super cool. He's the coolest guy on Earth. Uh, he hunts them down and kills them. Also, like, Dean yeah. says, like, if Dad finds out that you read his journal, he's gonna, he's gonna kick, kick your, your ass. ass. And then he says, yeah. I'll kick your ass if you tell Dad that I told you about monsters. It's just, it's just sad that corporal punishment is such a thing in their childhood. Yeah. Yeah, and Dean is like, yeah, monsters are real. And Sam's like, wait, why would dad, why would monsters be real if dad keeps on saying that the monsters under my bed are not real? And Dean is like, yeah, because he already, he already checked under your bed. So he knows they're not real this time. Mm-hmm. And Sam asks about Mary. Well, because he read well, it. No, wait, it you forgot book. the is Santa real thing. That was the whole point of the No! <laughs> and then he asked, is Santa real? And Dean goes, no. Santa isn't real. <laughs> He's eight years old. I feel like this is an appropriate time to learn that Santa is not real. But according to you, this is a super big deal. So, like, maybe not. <laughs> it was a big deal for me. God. And then, I like, the thing is, it's not just me. I don't know anyone in my life who believed in Santa. Oh, yeah, no, I was definitely, like, my sister was, like, probably one of the latest people to know that Santa wasn't real. And then, yeah, I feel like I, I was also pretty late in the game, but my parents were, like, just really good at keeping it up, I guess. They were like, we'll tell you, like, we'll tell you some more about Santa when you're 15. 
They said when you're 15. They were planning to hold out until I was 15. <laughs> you're like a full grown person at age 15. Yeah. Like you're a human being at that point. <laughs> Children are also human beings, but yes, like. <laughs> Right, like the the logic no, like, centers of my brain. Yeah, or you're whatever. able to grasp shit at that point. So maybe right. that's why they were waiting until fifteen. <laughs> Still, that's really late. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Sam asks about Mary, and they got mom, right? And he says, if they got mom, they could get dad. They could get us. Mm-hmm. And Dean keeps reassuring him. But he keeps repeating this. That like he could, they could get us. They could get dad. Because they got mom. Yeah. And then Dean just reassures him that dad's going to be fine. He's alright. We're going to be alright. And dad's going to be here for Christmas. So Sam goes, Dean? I oh. want to go to sleep. Oh. And then he goes to sleep crying. And the whole time I was like, why are you crying? And I get that this is like a big deal for him. And it's an emotional moment. But like, stop crying. You're such a loser. No, he's eight. (laughs) He's a little baby. Maybe because he doesn't look eight. Maybe because he looks older than eight. I'm like, I fail to... You know, like, yeah, see him as a kid because he looks like 11, like well, maybe 12. Okay, you have a six year old sister, so you know what little kids look like. I've not yeah. seen a child in so long. Like, I'll see a 19 year old playing a 14 year old, and I'll be like, Yeah, that's a 14 year old, that's what they look like. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Maybe I am, like, the special case of someone who knows what children look like. Yeah, exactly. Like, to me, like, Sam's definitely eight. <laughs> yeah. He's eight in it's spirit. It's very sad. I mean, okay, like, if you found out that... I, if you as a full-grown adult, like, found out that, like, monsters were, like, for sure 100% real and killed your mom, like, wouldn't that be upsetting? Like, wouldn't that be a little bit scary? <laughs> <laughs> I think like the the fear of that it's gonna get our dad and he obviously loves John because mm-hmm. he's you know he wants to give him a gift blah, yeah blah, blah. right and John's out there hunting like right now yeah and it really brings up the idea that like maybe hunting is selfish because you're putting like so much stress to the people around you who know about it yeah you know stuff like that yeah. Ugh. Does Dean... I know that Dean doesn't believe John will be back for Christmas, but does he believe any of the other stuff he's saying? I think he believes that John will be back for Christmas. Wait, really? Honestly. Oh. Yeah, I think he genuinely believed. And then when he figured out that, like, it's not gonna happen, he just stole presents. Because, oh, like, so you think this... You think this entire time he was like, Dad's not gonna be here. I feel like if Dad was not gonna be here, he's gonna be like, no, Dad's not gonna be here. Like, he's not gonna lie to Sam. I, so I do he believe that he believes to Sam everything. a lot this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, but about that, you think he'd lie about John arriving home for Christmas? Yeah. 
I think he would. The lie doesn't fly because Sam will know eventually. Well, he, later John doesn't show up and Dean does lie about it. He says he was here while uh, you were asleep. Well, to me, he did believe it. And then, like, he also was disappointed. Okay, yeah, I get that, I guess. Because he says, like, oh, he'll be back just like he was back last time. Or he's always back, right? Doesn't he say something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so maybe he does believe that Christmas is a special day where John doesn't abandon them in motel rooms and then he was proven wrong on this one day. Yeah. Yeah. Does Do you think Dean believes that they're safe from the monsters? I think I think he really believes that John is like a good hunter, etc., etc. Okay, but what happened in something wicked happened yeah, before the Striga, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and okay, yeah. just so Sam just doesn't remember being literally attacked by a monster already. He did, did not see the monster. Oh, he was asleep. He was asleep. Yeah. But, like, afterwards, John was all, like, being, like, he was being, like, very overprotective and clearly something had happened. But I don't know, when you're, like, five, like, you don't remember anything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Alright. Ugh. Well, poor kids. Uh, we cut to Sam and Dean going to the house of the person who made the wreath. Uh, so they knock, and it's, like, this hallmark old people couple where they're like white people with like specific outfits and ways of talking that I feel like stopped being in real life for like perhaps a few decades before this episode aired but yeah they're very hallmark 1950s maybe yeah yeah so they're like Hi, like, we just came over because we thought your wreaths were so neat. Uh, and you sold out of all of them before we could get one, so could we get another one from you? And she's like, oh no. Uh, and they ask about the meadow sweet, and she just says, oh, it smells really nice blah 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 and then her husband comes over he offers them some food Dean reaches for it and Sam slaps his hand away uh and they go back to the motel where Dean is like sharpening up some wooden steak and Sam reveals that the that the people who live in the house, the Kerrigans, they lived in Seattle before this year, which is where our opening kidnapping happened. And also he noticed that there was a lot of pagan stuff inside of their house. And also their, like, all their furniture is covered in plastic. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. Oh, also specifically... I think that's a very nice yeah, detail. I that agree. That their couch is covered in plastic. Right. Like, they are not living here the way that most people would live in a place. Also, the, the wooden stakes are evergreen specifically, because that's what Bobby said would get them. Yeah. And, like, I this gif is, like... I think there's a post floating around that's, like... 
he's he's sharpening the steak and then none of the wood shavings are going into the bucket under him <laughs> and it's like it looks so stupid because there's just wood everywhere except for the trash bin love that yeah are there like outsider pov fix about like the people who have to clean the motels after 17 leave <laughs> there should be there should be like, I want them to go back to season one. And, like, when the person who's cleaning... I know they discover, like, John's room. But, like, the person who has to clean that, I want to know his perspective. I want to yeah. know their perspective. There should be an episode where there's, like, ghost of Christmas past, present, and future for them. And, like, the whole point is clean your motel rooms before you leave. <laughs> I mean, there's actually one episode, right? Lebanon that was supposed to be an outside like uh, an outside perspective mm. which I wish they did that I wish JDM wasn't available or some other shit like, yeah I, that would have fucked so good no that's not how what people <laughs> think <laughs> fucked so hard that's yeah. Like, yeah yeah I mean everyone fucks anyway, better when JDM isn't available <laughs> I love how you said that so quickly like you're trying to get it in before I say my next <laughs> sentence yeah yeah okay so finally Sam and Dean go to the Carrigan house and as they enter they see the couch and it is covered in plastic and Dean is like, see, it's covered in plastic. And then they go down to the basement, which Sam finds. And there's blood everywhere. There's like weird shit. There's a bag of a person that's yeah. like still alive. Like, they don't update us on this person ever Yeah, I again. don't even know if they rescue this person. <laughs> I mean, I sure hope they did. But also, there's a strong suggestion that they just forgot about him. Yeah, because they were because Sam was like, gotta run back and put up the Christmas decorations. Meanwhile, a man is dying. Yeah. Anyway, Sam gets attacked by the lady, and Dean gets attacked by the guy, and like the guy like smashes his head against the wall. And then the lady smashes Sam's head against the wall. But before that, Sam flashes a flashlight at the guy. And the guy kind of changes appearance. Mm. So it's like, ooh, they're monsters. Mm. But yeah, they pass out and they wake up. And they're tied down to chairs back to back in a kitchen. Yeah. And in like a dining hall. And... The two people are, like, walking around with bowls and shit and tools. And they're, like, talking about how they're pagan gods. And it's so horrible because people don't respect them anymore. And there was a time where they ate millions or something or thousands or something. And now they just eat five. And isn't that so swell? You know what it is? Yeah, honestly, I feel like they're doing pretty well. Like, if you have to eat five people a year to survive, then, like, I don't know, eat five people a year to survive. Yeah. Your interview with the vampire tendencies are coming out. 
Right. Okay. Also, doesn't the the man tell Sam, "Oh, now don't get all wet." What does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Maybe that's like a turn of phrase back in the day. Yeah, because they're old timey. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they start doing the ritual, which is like they put um the meadow sweet wreaths around their necks and they like slice their arm and then they get one of sam's fingernails yeah it's such a graphic scene yeah you see it the whole time they do not cut away at all yeah it's really good and then they're about to get dean's teeth well tooth i guess mm-hmm. when Somebody doorbells. Yeah, which was and... so rude. Like, me and my ex fiance booed that Sam has to suffer the fingernail removal when Dean gets to keep his teeth. Like, okay. I mean, the fingernail will grow back. Yeah, and you the can go to a not. dentist. They can meet Garth. You can, to have get you consider that they could have met Garth earlier? Dollars? They could have met Garth earlier. Garth would have given it to Dean for free. We would have had Garth uh. starting from season three if they had just allowed that tooth to be taken out of Dean's sad little mouth. Exactly. Does Garth die in Supernatural? I don't no, remember. right? I remember. Yeah. Well, I hope he doesn't. I'll yeah, be so he'd sad if go he to dies. purgatory and that he would goes suck. to purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I like I haven't thought about Supernatural's ending for a long time, mm-hmm. and now, right now that you mentioned that he's going to purgatory, it all just like came flashing back in my head. Yeah. And I am so pissed still at the way Supernatural ends. But we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. Right now we're talking about Season 3, Episode 8 of Very Supernatural Christmas. We sure are. Yeah. And uh, the the person in by the door is like, Oh, here's some fruitcake. Oh, by the way. And she starts talking about like random ass things. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then when they leave, they, like, throw the the cake on the floor. And, and stomp then on it. go back. Yeah, they stomp on it. They go back to the dining hall. Sam and Dean are not there anymore. Sam and Dean lock the doors on them. And, like, keep them there inside by, like, I don't know, like, blocking the door. Yeah, Which is so the, wild to me because these are pagan gods. gods. But, you know, yeah. Sam and Dean are just so muscular. Exactly. And eventually, they go to the Christmas tree. They rip out some branches from it. And there's a f- and the two escape from the dining hall. They fight. They get stabbed. Wait, they die. Oh my god, wait. We, t- we forgot about the earlier scene when... Um... Like, the the woman, like, cuts Dean, and he yells, bitch! Oh my god! <laughs> so well, not only that, he yells, bitch, and then the, the yes. lady goes, Oh, whenever I feel like cursing, I prefer to say fudge. Yeah. And Dean says, like, what is it? Like, like he's like, I'll try to remember that, and then later- If you fudging touch me again, I'll fudging, I'll fudging kill you. Kill you. I love that. Oh, best scene. 
Yeah. yeah. Okay, but back back to this later scene, which is less funny. No, it's your turn. Oh. Okay, so, right, they have them locked in, and Sam and Dean are... Oh, <laughs> I said this. Okay. I already said this. Where are we? <laughs> We're done with the scene. It's like the epilogue. Wait, you talked about them killing them already? Yeah. How did I miss that? <laughs> okay, great. Um, so we get to a flashback. Uh, you know, of that night. Sam, after crying himself to sleep, Dean wakes him up, and he's all like, oh my god, like, dad was here, and he brought, like, this Christmas tree, and these presents, uh, and Sam goes like, why didn't he try to wake me up, and Dean goes, oh, he tried to, like, a thousand times, but you just kept snoring, um, He's like, I told you he would come and give us Christmas. It's all very sad. Yeah, so Sam runs over to open his gift. And the first one is a sapphire Barbie. And Dean goes, Dad probably thinks you're a girl. Trans Sam writes again. Uh... And Sam literally says shut up and then throws it on the ground. Like, Barbie's It's a sapphire Barbie doll. That's a fucking... That's fucking so expensive. Yeah, like, even if you don't want it, you can try to sell it. Yeah. Go on eBay, dude. Yeah. And then he opens the other present and it's, like, a stick with, like, confetti on it or... It's like a shiny tassel stick. I don't really know what you It's do a baton. Oh, a baton. Right. Uh, and Sam's like, these aren't from dad. He did not come here. And he's like, yeah, he did. Uh, but, you know, Sam does not believe him. And he asks Dean where he got all of this stuff. And Dean says, oh, he just stole them from, like, a nice house on the street. Did he have to break in? How did he do this? Was there a window open? Maybe. Or maybe they were holding a party and he like was able to get in by pretending to be one of the kids' friends and then he like hid them in like, Are you a bag. serious? I don't know. <laughs> During Christmas, you're gonna spend your party at somebody else's house. People have like Christmas dinner parties, don't they? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this is Christmas Eve. Is Christmas Eve a big deal? Um, I kinda, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you spend it in your house. Sometimes. Yeah, uh, and he goes, I swear, I didn't know they were chick presents. <laughs> so Every time Supernatural says chick, I'm like, what a fascinating choice of word. Yeah. Truly a fascinating choice of words. Yeah. Truly, truly. So. And Dean's like, I, like, I promised dad would have wanted to be here. And Sam goes, if he's alive. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I've known about dad being a hunter for five hours and I am now wish for his death. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Dean goes like, of course he's alive. He's dead. And in the present day, he's literally dead right now. So real. Uh, and Sam hands the present that he wrapped for John to Dean, and he says, take this. And Dean's like, no, that's for Dad. And Sam says, Dad lied to me. I want you to have it. Aww. He also lied to <laughs> he you. He also lied to you. I guess in the end, Dean told the truth, and, and John has not had that opportunity yet. Um, yeah. So Dean looks quite touched about this, and he unwraps it, and it's the Samuel. Woo! And he puts it on. I okay. What the fuck is the Samuel lore? Did Bobby know it could find God when he gave it to <laughs> Sam? I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. Okay. Right, and this is a very sweet scene because in Something Wicked, which is the only other, like, flashback episode we get so far, we also see Sam giving Dean the gift in, like, the Lucky Charms cereal box, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, this- it's his love yeah, language. this is Sam's love language, at least when they were younger, and I don't know, it's sweet. I enjoy it. Yeah. So we're back to present day. And this is the scene. Yeah. <laughs> this is the scene that drove me to tears. Uh, we we go back to the motel and it's Sam and he's waiting for Dean to arrive and Dean opens the door and it's a holiday scene. It's a Christmas scene. Sam has decorated the place and he's like trying to be upbeat and happy and he's like, oh, look, it's Christmas. And Dean's like, oh, you changed your mind. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Try the eggnog. And then Dean tries the eggnog and it's super strong. So he makes a face and he's like, yeah, this is good. And then they sit down and he's like, oh, let's have a seat. Let's do Christmas stuff. And they exchange gifts. Yeah. And both of them got the gifts in like a gas store nearby. Yeah. And for, for Dean gave Sam skin mags and yeah, it's called frolic. shaving cream. Yeah, yeah, right. Frolic. I this is a hilarious gift because they literally live in the same motel room and in the same yeah. car. Like, at what point is Sam going to get to enjoy these the way they were meant to be enjoyed? Like, is he gonna go, hey, Dean, can you step out for an hour? I just want to really appreciate these gifts you gave me for Christmas. Like, what is he gonna do? Yeah, but it's a funny gift. Yeah. And Dean got, um, a f- uh, <laughs> like, an energy bar and some motor oil change for baby. Mm-hmm. And he's like, food for me and food for my baby or something yeah. like that. Fuel for my baby. Yeah. Super cute. And, like, the entire scene feels so somber. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels so sad. I feel like they it put, like, a little so foggy filter on it or whatever to give it that nostalgia feel. Yeah. It also, like, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas was playing. Yeah, and it's Which Ella I think Fitzgerald's is a very nice touch. Version. Yeah. I think it's a very nice touch. And they say Merry Christmas to each other. And then Dean is like, 
silent and Sam is like silent and you think they're gonna talk about it but Sam just goes you wanna watch the game? <laughs> and he goes yeah! I and love the way men the love. Game. <laughs> I don't know why I reacted that viscerally <laughs> to that phrase. It's a good but poem. Yeah, they don't... It's a good poem, but like this is not the yeah. this is not what it's trying to say. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Like this is like uh, this men is just... do not talk about their yeah. feelings ever. Yeah. Yeah. What is there yeah. a Christmas sports game? That I'm not aware of. I know there's a Thanksgiving sports game. Is there a Christmas sports game? I think there's a thing where, like, in the UK, at least, I've heard that, like, they have sports game during Christmas Day. Hmm. I I never understand that. Like, I don't know how that's possible. Shouldn't the athletes have the day off? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I guess so, but in the Philippines, like, most of the big athlete games are, like, um, university, Mm. university games, so, like, or at least at my age group, that's the ones we watch, so, like, of course, those are not gonna be present during the holidays, because the students are on holiday, but... Mm. So I don't know if it happens anywhere else. Yeah. I don't know either due to never watching sports. Yeah, so that's the end of the episode. Yeah. What are our post-episode thoughts? Um, I'm thinking about a post that I saw that was like, after Dean's death, Ruby finds Sam crying over a bunch of porn over magazines. Over skin bags, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Love that. I think, um, I honestly, I think we didn't do the episode justice. Hmm. I feel like it's better than we're making it out to be. I don't think we're being mean about it. No, we're not being mean, but we're just also not able to express, like, what makes it so emotional. Or at least what makes it so emotional for me. I'm not able to express it in a way that, like, I feel like I could convey. Yeah, and I'm not able to express how cute little baby Sam actors is, which I think is the main reason I was emotional for this episode. Yeah. I mean, I was full on crying when, like, Dean entered, and he was like, oh, you you decorated. I I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was full on crying. So... Yeah, best line, worst line. Uh, yeah, I really liked Sam's Whose Childhood Are You Remembering line. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, like, Dean is hurt by this because he, like, tried to make Sam's Christmases and stuff nice. And Sam still views them as really bad because their dad abandoned them in a motel. Um... Whereas, like, Sam is just, like, recognizing that the reality of the situation sucked despite the efforts that Dean made to make it not suck. And, yeah, I don't know. It, it makes me emo. Yeah. I think my best line has got to be... Um, I don't even know. 
You how about your worst line? What's your worst line? Um Huh. I think that in the wreath store the guy says about Sam, Oh, he's a fussy one, isn't he? And that's like another way to call Sam gay that I found especially annoying. Here's my worst line. Yeah. Missile my toe. No! chest and that's too forward i guess so anyway also for context this is from the christmas themed porn that the santa was watching because i don't think we quoted that fully egg my nog i love that i love that i don't know what my best line is probably like when sam was like baby sam was like they're gonna get mom they're gonna get dad and they're gonna get us Mm. Because one, true. Yeah, that is the two, order. Two, it's like that kind of like kid logic. Right. That, you know how like kids sometimes they say things and you're like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you don't interact with kids. But like kids tend to, tend to have like a way of thinking. I've like, based on my experience, that like kind of like, they're, it's so straightforward. And it's like, like kids like, do have a logical way of thinking. Sometimes it's just misguided because they don't know a lot of things. Mm. But, and in a way, like, I feel like Dean thinks of this as that. That, like, Sam doesn't know that that is so cool and so strong and so smart. Yeah. So he thinks that he's gonna get us. But, like, the reality of the situation is this is true. Mm-hmm. It's just Sam doesn't, re- uh, it's just Dean doesn't realize it because he is the one who's like ignorant about things right he's the one who has like misconceptions so i like that Mm. i feel like they're just two children they're just kids yeah and this is just how kids think yeah oh and when dean's all like our dad's a hero blah 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 like he genuinely believes that like like i think when like john started taking him along on hunts he was like genuinely really excited and proud about it and it wasn't until later when he was like huh wasn't it kind of fucked up that i was given a gun yeah. to put under my bed as an 11 year old yeah mm-hmm. yeah it is how about sad. spreadsheet i feel like this one hmm. doesn't have a lot of sexism and racism but the the there's a, t- a tad homophobic but it's not like direct is the thing right is it not I, okay, what is direct homophobia okay you're right you're right not everything can be could you get any more gay sometimes just saying oh you wanted Maybe to look th- at her handbags is enough I agree what's what's the point that we gave oh you wanna could you be any more gay? We gave it a three, right? I feel like no, we, we gave, gave it a two. a two. We did not give it okay. a three. So we we must give this a one. Okay. That sounds good. I will note that Okay. Down. IMDB. IMDB rating. I think this is high. Oh, for sure. Like, I feel like everyone was like, cried at this or whatever. Um... Huh, I don't know. He's dying. Eight. I think like it's finally sinking in on me that he is dying. 
Yeah. I know they shove it in your face every episode, but this is the one that made me emotional enough to be like, oh my god, he's dying. That's true. I feel like I like it I did not care that he was dying and I still don't care that he's dying, but it it is more than it was before. I would say 8.9. Okay, I was going to go 8.8, I think. Okay, let's check. (gasps) Oh no, it's an 8.6, so we overshot. Okay. Let's see what people are saying. Amazing episode. Awesome show. Santa Claus is coming to town. A fudging great episode. I love that. I love all those titles. Um, oh my god, there's fighting in the comments because like Oh, oh I love like, that. I I don't know. So there's Oh my god. So there's this one reviewer named Amanda okay. and everyone is like either agreeing with Amanda or disagreeing with Amanda. Mm-hmm. But I can't find Amanda. Huh. Did Amanda delete? Who is Amanda? Maybe the Amanda is like a reviewer outside of IMDb. Maybe so. Oh my god, we're discovering lore on IMDb Supernatural. We sure are. Yeah! <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> There's one! What? <laughs> I'm so sorry! I'm laughing again! <laughs> okay, I'm gonna calm down. There's one to review titled. Why the- <laughs> I can't. What? <laughs> Wait, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Hi. Hi. <laughs> uh, there's one. <laughs> I feel so stupid. I'm so sorry. Okay. <clears throat> Why this young dean <laughs> young son? What? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Why does Young Dean call Young Sam Devin? Kevin? Because <laughs> there's a line there. I also was surprised. <laughs> like, I didn't mention it in the episode, but like, there's a line in the show where, um, like, D- Dean goes, let's get you to, let's, let's just, like, go to sleep, Devin, or something. Oh. Like, go ahead, Devin. And oh. this commenter is like, why? Why is he named Devin? I'm gonna read the review. This is by Mike Abrams. Okay. Did anyone else notice that at the end of the episode, when Young Sam is waking up and Young Dean tells him to get the presents, he says, go ahead, Devin. Who is Devin? He calls him Sam later at the last scene. The actor's name is Colin. Maybe he said Colin. Whichever. Someone should have got it. Pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Everyone else noticed this? And whoever said that their facts are wrong? This is supernatural, not 60 minutes. Oh, okay. The last part is about Amanda again. Okay. Because I think Amanda complained about the paganism being inaccurate. Okay, that's valid. I didn't do my background research on this one. Okay, but this one is like, this is to Amanda. The writers did their research. I think it's you who has totally missed the point. Huh. Yeah, wait, where is Amanda? I don't know. I keep on looking this for mysterious it. Amanda? I can't find Amanda. Like, it'd be good This one is, read. you really need to calm down. Amanda, you've got to calm down. <laughs> it's just deviant. <laughs> 
show. <laughs> you own the OTV show. Amanda, was it really that bad? Amanda Bickle, it's just a TV show. You have to remember that. Paganism is a made-up religion. Well, I suppose they all are, but there is something extremely artificial about the recent resurrection of pagan beliefs. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know, and I am not the person to comment on this Amanda debacle. Yeah, same, but I do think it's so First funny all, that I... all of these reviews are just being like, Amanda, shut up. Yeah. Who is Devin? <laughs> <laughs> the title of the episode <laughs> even though when I was reading it I was completely incomprehensible <laughs> sounds good there's a review called not that mean to pagans yeah and it's a response to Amanda <laughs> yeah oh my god somebody replied about the Devin oh yeah he said dive in Mike Abrams he didn't say Devin he said dive in <laughs> Did he really say dive in? Yeah, like get to the I presence. Remember, yeah, I heard. Dive I remember in. in the episode, he did say Devin to me, and I was like, "Okay, Devin." I thought he was making a reference, like Devin. Mm. <laughs> this is the most amusing uh, review user review segment yeah. that I've ever seen. Okay, yeah, one person said Dean was a jackass as a kid, Sam was a whiner. I felt absolutely nothing about their flashbacks. Whoever wrote this should be thrown out on the street. (laughs) Okay. They did? Oh my god. Okay, this last- well, they made him showrunner, so. Sorry, garbage can kitty. Okay, sorry, this little last review is titled, The Movie is Also Anti-Christian. And it starts with, I agree with Amanda that the movie is anti-pagan. Um, and then... He... (laughs) I am agnostic, and I consider myself fair to others who are religious. Every Christmas, I see so many movies, shows, and stories that defile the original meaning of Christmas <laughs> as it is understood to devout Christians. Anti-Christianity is akin to racism. <laughs> ah! I need everyone, I need everyone who is listening up until now, even after everything, to go to the user review section of A Very Supernatural Christmas. Like, we need you to do it. It's a fucking mess. There's 23 reviews and every single one of them is wild. Yeah. Jesus. Right. Okay, yeah, I've also been thinking about how, like, if any of our listeners, like, wanted to be on the show, they would just have to leave an IMDb review and we would read it. For a future, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so, you know, that's something to think about. You could be like, also, we record this, like, two weeks in the past, so you can't do, like, one week before. Yeah. Yeah. Do it like so. yeah, the last episode that released, and then add two, and then you can leave a review on that one. 
But we are mean to basically every review we read, so <laughs> I understand if you don't want to put yourself in the line of fire. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, my throat hurts from laughing so hard at the Devon line. <laughs> so that's it for this episode of Bustation Beauties. Next week we will be discussing... Wait. Season... Uh, three, episode nine... Maleus Maleficarum. Ooh, Leave okay. us a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at twitter.com slash beautiespodcast. Or, sorry, is it Beauties Podcast? Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. We are on Twitter at twitter.com slash beautiespodcast and on Tumblr at bustyasianbeautiespod.tumblr.com. Our official tag is BabPod, B-A-B-Pod, and thank you to everyone who's donated to our Kofi at ko-fi.com slash bustyasianbeautiespod. Uh, if you have any feedback, comments, or inquiries, email us at bustyasianbeautiespod at gmail.com. See you guys next time! Bye! Bye.